The prison system has been a topic of debate for decades now, as more are beginning to realize just how harmful they truly are, and the idea that they may not be doing exactly what they say they should be. Prisons were designed in a fashion of rehabilitation and release, sort of like animals would be treated, but that's an issue for another time. However, it never goes this way. Being locked away for hours of the day alone can lead to a decline in mental state and the lack of engagement and teaching of skills that could help people rehabilitate into society are damaging, and that's just the surface. There's so many things that go on behind those electric fences that are overall dehumanizing and horrific. To start off, we have to look at something that should be deemed as a modern day torture practice. In a blog post from Harvard Law, it states, Shackling is the practice of restraining incarcerated pregnant women during transportation, labor, delivery, and postpartum recovery. Not only is shackling wholly undignifying, it contributes to pain and interferes with medical care, posing serious health risks to mother and baby. Women who are already going through so much while being pregnant and having to deal with the idea of being pregnant in prison and possibly never seeing their child are subjected to even more painful deliveries. The pain of labor is unimaginable and adding cold metal chains to it does not help. On top of that, they aren't being able to feel the joy they just produced and hold their child because, yeah, they're still a prisoner and they don't deserve such a luxury. Even during the miracle of childbirth, women in, pri in the prison system are treated like animals and locked up during their recovery, sometimes never even getting to see their child until they get out, if at all. In the same blog post from Harvard Law, Dr. Stuart Grazian, who has evaluated hundreds within solitary confinement, says that it's psychologically toxic. And that means, and I quote, solitary confinement can exuberate existing mental illnesses or cause a new syndrome to arise with symptoms such as hypersensitivity to stimuli, perceptual disorders, illusions, hallucinations, panic attacks, trouble with thinking, memory and concentration, obsessional thoughts, paranoia, and problems with impulse control. So not only are some prisoners put in prison because of their mental health and need proper care, which they are not given because they can only be seen as someone who committed a crime, their existing mental illness gets worse, or for some who go in without any, come out with issues that land them right back in the system. Treatment Advocacy Center says that 20% of inmates in jails and 15% in state prisons are now estimated to have serious mental illness. Having severe mental illness, whilst also being alone in isolation and receiving no help, help results in none other than suicide. From the same article from Treatment Advocacy Center, 15 to 20% of inmate suicide is inmates with severe mental illness. This, again, was just the surface. There's far more going on behind those brick walls that even we may not know. But I think it's easy to agree that it's all immoral and unethical treatment, going against the main idea of rehabilitation and release. In the debate, do prisons work? Timothy Orr and Astrid Bergen from the Department of Justice in the Office of Correctional Services Commissioner argued that well-designed studies show that deterrence-based programs are ineffective in reducing crime and focus should be on developing rehabilitation programs that do not reduce, that do reduce the likelihood of recidivism.